0: Wake up, America, before it's too late. The Steve Day Show.
1: And happy Tuesday. Greetings, or Wednesday, I should say. Happy Wednesday. Greetings. Welcome to The Steve Day Show here, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I am Steve Day. He's Todd Erzin. He is Aaron McIntyre. Of course, you know what's happening for you on a Wednesday. We've got a pretty traditional lineup this hump day every week. Buy, sell, or hold begins here at the bottom of the hour. The weekly profit of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz will be joining us here uh, at the bottom of next hour as well. I want to mention up front here because there are a lot of great causes this time of year that you could be donating to. Um, But one of the best in our view uh, is our friends over at Preborn. Uh, They were prepared for the the toppling of the shibboleth of the damned known as Roe v. Wade before a lot of others were they, they understood that this was going to be mom to mom, a street fight literally for hearts, minds and souls in the battle against this present darkness known as the abortion movement, the child killing industry. And so they were already doing street activism. They were already showing moms the sonograms of their babies. And what they found over the years is about 80% of the time, the mom would not go through with an abortion if they understood that that was a living being that was inside of them. But then they also understood that we've got to be there for those moms after the fact, right? That was the great challenge of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Okay, so who's going to help all these moms and their babies now? Well, they've already been doing that at Preborn, Uh Maternity, baby clothes, diapers, car seats, counseling, so much more. All of this is free, by the way, uh, provided they have... Donations from people like us. You can help them save another 188,000 babies. That's how many babies they have saved, how many moms they have ministered to. If you go to pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword baby, dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword baby, or if this is simpler for you, just go to preborn.com slash Steve. That's preborn.com slash Steve. Before we get to Aaron's montage, one of the things we've always tried to do on this show is to be as honest and transparent with you as we possibly can. And as long as it doesn't violate a confidence or compromise a third party and their privacy, I'll pretty much be brutally honest with you guys about anything even to the point of it being uncomfortable. (laughs) I've had numerous people I've worked with in this industry say to me, you are uncomfortably transparent. Indeed. But that's one way that later on they don't hold anything against me uh, because I, you know, pretty much, Let it rip and uh, open the chest cavity uh, on the show, on the regular, all right? With Donald Trump's announcement last night, which I'm sure will be highlighted in Aaron's montage, his formal announcement of his presidential campaign, I anticipated this would be a conversation uh, that we wouldn't be having until next year, but obviously we're going to have it now. And so I just want to make sure, as you guys listen to me analyze things, and you filter my analysis through where I am coming from. I'll always be honest with you about where I'm coming from. Uh, and much of this will not be surprising to any of you because I've said all this stuff for pretty much the last year, every time this question between Trump and DeSantis has come up. And really, that's the only question for me. Like We had like Asa Hutchinson stop by the, the offices where we are this morning before I got here. And I'm like... I'd vote for Mike Pence first, and you know what I think about Mike Pence, right? Okay, so if that tells you anything, Asa Hutchinson never met a mask. He didn't like uh, putting on your kid, okay? So to me, more candidates will run, but only two candidates to me are relevant. They're the the only two that I think have demonstrated they are any threat or disruption to the regime. Uh, And so uh, that's King Kong versus Godzilla, and we may or may not get a chance to watch them fight it out. But some things you should know just to reclarify things so everybody knows where I'm coming from. And so you can, like if you were listening to the show in 2016, and I did this show while working for the cruise campaign. We like didn't hide that from people. We didn't act like it. A lot of people will, will act like they're not taking a check from somebody and then just, you know, pass off their analysis as... Uh, Well, it just so happens I come down on one side every single time. I mean, we, we told you guys flat out from the beginning. So just to reiterate, number one, I don't believe anybody 80 years old should be president of the United States. Like ever, ever, no matter who it is. We also don't live in an ideal world, however. Okay, but the country badly needs a generational shift, in my opinion. Badly needs it is overdue for one the right needs a generational shift in my opinion i uh, in my opinion the the trump presidency that existed prior to the emergence of covid-19 would absolutely make him and provides donald trump a strong case to run for president again and he probably has no peer The Trump presidency that existed after COVID-19 is a weak case for Trump to run it back. That being said, candidates aren't judged in vacuums, right? You don't walk in. Typically, most people won't walk into a restaurant, and if they see nothing on the menu, walk out. I'm the kind of guy that does, but most of you have far more patient than me. (laughs) So most people will walk into a restaurant, be disappointed by the menu, but then just take a shot at what they think might be the the best option to surprise them. That's how most people vote, right? And so the weakness of the Trump administration, where it made virtually every wrong decision possible from March 16th, 2020 until its eventual conclusion. um, There's only one candidate in this race, that provides an alternative to what I view as Trump's singular weakness. Now, I will tell you, I don't believe Donald Trump can win a general election. Like, even if we weren't going to steal him, I don't think he could win one. I'm not sure Ron DeSantis can either, because I, I, they might just steal everything. <laughs> All right. But I, I, I just think there are too many people who don't want to vote for Donald Trump again, whose votes we should be getting. That notwithstanding, if my options are Trump and his pre-COVID record versus Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo and all the... Mike, you know, I, I got to know Mike Pompeo a little bit last year. He came to our state, thought he was a decent guy. He's out there tweeting about... We're watching them just steal an election in Arizona right in our faces. I mean, Todd's out here calling for the arrest of the governor-elect of Arizona. I am. Okay, literally, okay? And Pompeo's out there tweeting the case for Ukraine, okay? No, 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 no. I mean, there's really... if There's only two options... If you have any sense of knowing what time it is, there's Donald Trump and there's there's Ron DeSantis. And if it weren't for covid, we actually wouldn't have a difficult decision to make in this cycle because Donald Trump would be still president of the United States. But because he made every wrong decision possible, he's not and he wants to run again. And there's a very strong argument for Trump to run again based on what kind of president he was pre covid. There is not a strong argument, in my view, for Trump to run again based on the president he was afterwards and the lingering effects. And we're not even getting to what's going on with the poisonous jab that he offered or authored. And he is still very proud of that at some point in this process, he will have to reconcile it. Either Ron DeSantis will run and make him do so <clears throat> or we will be sitting here. In the in the summer and fall of 2024, watching the Democrat machine completely gaslight us like they were never they were never the people that wanted to force this jab on us. And they, we should have known better than to trust Trump and his poisonous jab that was hastily produced in the first place. Right. That mm-hmm. right, one of those two things is going to happen. Either DeSantis will run and force a reckoning on that issue or. Um, He won't run. Trump will coast to the nomination. And then Democrats will just uh, gaslight the poop out of us on it, you know, in the fall of 2024. One way or another, though, there will not be this many excess deaths. There will not be this many adverse events and not have a reckoning, particularly when they can use it politically to their advantage. So know all those things about where I'm at on a personal level, I always try to set pers- my personal wants and wishes and desires aside as best I can when I do uh, analysis. But I am human. None of us are objective. There's only been one objective human being in all of human history. And he had to simultaneously be God to pull that off. Okay, none of us are objective. None of us are. So I'll do my best to be fair, but I want you to know up front, that's where I'm coming in to this on as I do think we badly need a generational change we badly need a different package to sell to the American people and Ron DeSantis has a four-year record of badassery I've just never seen anyone encounter and he's made mistakes and then went out there like he originally promoted the jab then got the then then got the data and was like Yeah, we're going to be the first state that's going to actually stop formally promoting it. And we're going to actually be the first state to start telling the truth about it. So that's where I'm coming from. And I just wanted to make sure that was all out in the open now. Since we're going to start this process about two, three months earlier than I thought we might. All right. Um, I thought I was going to have this conversation maybe when we came back from Christmas break in in, in mid-January. But in light of last night's announcement, we're going to have it now. So do you gentlemen have any thoughts on that before we get on to regular programming?
2: It's as fair as you've always uh, been about him and politics in general. My two cents is that, again, Trump to me is the weather. He's the environment. And so I'm going to analyze him uh, accordingly. I'm not going to cheer for him or against him per se. I'm going to acknowledge... What all of us should acknowledge now, we all deserve him. And therefore, we should deal with him.
0: I think at the end of the day, it's important to remember two things. Rafael Cruz probably killed JFK. And Ted Cruz, his son, had an affair with Amanda Carpenter. (laughs) I
1: tried, America. I tried. And now, here is Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away.
0: What happened while we were away, brought to you by a momentous announcement. A new poll from WPA Intel, that's pollster Chris Wilson, finds Florida Governor Ron DeSantis leading Donald Trump amongst Republicans in Iowa, New Hampshire, Florida, and Georgia. The last iteration of this poll back in August found DeSantis either losing or in a close race with Trump. Another poll, this one of Texas Republicans, shows DeSantis leading Trump in a primary race, 43 to 32, a flip from just last month when Trump led DeSantis amongst Texas Republicans, 46 to 29 percent. Donald Trump made his announcement last night. And I'm a victim, I will tell you. I'm a victim. Think of it. Uh, the FBI offered $1 million to Christopher Steele, who wrote the fake dossier, if he will lie and say that the fake dossier was true. And he refused to do it, so it had to be really fake. And then they hired somebody, Demchenko, for $200,000 a year to focus on Trump and to get Trump and other things, including the raid of a very beautiful house that sits right here. The raid of Mar- thank DeSantis responded to Trump's increasingly obsessive jabs at him. I roll out of bed in the morning. I've got corporate media outlets that have a spasm, just the fact that I'm getting up in the morning.
1: And all that's just noise. And really what matters is, are you leading? Are you getting in front of issues? Uh, are you delivering results for people? And are you standing up for folks? And if you do that, then none of that stuff matters. And, and that's what we've done. We focused on results and leadership. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night.
0: Mitch McConnell talked about calls to change Senate leadership
2: oh you m- <laughs> okay all right i'm putting cases on all you m- huh you think you can do this s-? Jay? you think you can do this to me you m- will be playing basketball in pelican bay when i get finished with you i'm the man up in this piece you'll never see the light of do the m- you think you m- with i'm the police i run s- you just live here! Yeah, that's right, you better walk away. Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this down. King Kong ain't got
0: on me! I think the outcome is pretty
1: clear. I want to repeat again. Uh, I have the votes. I will be elected. The only issue is whether we do it sooner or later, and I think we'll probably have another discussion About that uh, tomorrow.
0: He also discussed why Republicans fared so poorly during the midterms.
1: We underperformed among independents and moderates because their impression of many of the people in our party in leadership roles is that they're involved in chaos, negativity, uh, excessive uh, attacks, and it it frightened uh, independent and moderate Republican
0: voters. Senator Rick Scott, meanwhile, has had a change of heart and has announced he's throwing his hat into the ring for Senate Minority Leader. Kevin McCarthy has won the GOP conference vote to become the next Speaker of the House, but he only won 188-31, to 31, and he needs 218 for majority, and that seems unlikely at this point. The LDS Church has announced its support for the Disrespect for Marriage Act, because why not? Better late than never update. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has invoked the invasion clauses of both the Texas and U.S. constitutions, allowing him to deploy Texas National Guard and Department of Public Safety forces along the border in order to curb the invasion of illegals into that state. Yesterday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was quick to blame Russia for stray rockets that landed in NATO member Poland, killing two. Turns out, The rockets were likely fired from Ukraine, as even Joe Biden has admitted. Headline at the Daily Mail online, Moderna and Pfizer will investigate whether their COVID vaccines cause long-term health issues. Checking in on Dick Levine.
3: It's very important to note that the fact that the appropriateness of a range of medical treatments, evaluations and treatments of people who are transgender and transgender youth is thoroughly grounded in medical research. And we do not lead state laws and actions that dictate principles of transgender medical care By us, pediatric experts. And finally,
0: if women had the same rights as guns, here's the Babylon Bee. All right, miss, you're coming with me. I'm sorry, officer, what is this about? Women now have the same rights as a gun, and here you are
1: outside, unregistered, unconcealed. Where is your owner? No one's going to put
0: up with this. This is ridiculous. Don't make this harder than it already is.
3: Hey, I'm going to get a lawyer. This is insane. I have rights according to the Constitution. That's
0: right. You have the same rights as
1: a gun.
3: It's the law. Not so fast,
0: woman. What? You're going to
1: have to get in the trunk. You have to get in the trunk locked up securely separate from your ammo.
3: What's my ammo? We
0: haven't figured that part of the analogy out yet. It's probably your makeup or something. Just get in the trunk. Get in the trunk. It's the law. You can find that entire (laughs) clip on the Babylon Bee's YouTube channel, and that's what happened while we were away. So,
1: Aaron woke up in a mood this morning, eh? I dig that about him. Yes, I tried to lay out some adult ground rules and everything else and then the teenager got up came down the stairs and just urinated all over everything apparently so so much for that uh aaron's montage brought to you by our friends over at bonner private wines do you like drinking wine over the holiday season but wish you could find high quality delicious wines at an affordable price well i've got good news for you for over 200 years a few families deep in the Andes Mountains have been making a dark red wine. Unlike anything else you've ever tasted, it's absolutely delicious. Just ask Todd. He's had a bunch. Phenomenal red wines from Malbec grapes grown at 9,000 feet of altitude. Um, you won't believe how good they are. And then you won't believe how inexpensive they are as well. Uh, they will even throw in a bonus bonus. Ba- bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. So I know the graphic you're seeing up there has three bottles, but uh, this is a new deal they've been offering to throw in a fourth bottle as well. Four bottles for the price of three, with 50% off the wine and 50% off the shipping, which, of course, when we're talking about imported wines, that can be a big discount. All right. You want to take advantage of this? Go to BonnerPrivatewines.com slash Steve today. That's BonnerPrivatewines.com slash Steve. One of the things I have pointed out on this show before is that you are seeing the spirit of the age systemically deconstruct society. And this is how you end up with some of the shall we call them strange bedfellow political alliances we have seen as of late, like Christians and Muslims yelling at the school board together in Dearborn, Michigan, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, There's obviously some very stark theological distinctions and differences between um, the LDS church and evangelicalism as I am, or Catholicism as Todd is. And yet Anything, any institution, anything that would dare to inspire people to rise above their craven desires, their basic instincts, and to model something better or more righteous to the world is under the gun just the same, regardless of theological differences at the moment. You're watching a, a, a systemic deconstruction of Western civilization. And so here we have the LDS church, whose one of its primary ecclesiastical instruments is marriage. That's one of the reasons why when we fought for marriage amendments around the country 10, 20 years ago, the LDS church was one of our benevolent benefactors. The idea that marriage is a celestial union. And so for almost 200 years, the LDS church has contradicted Paul's teaching in the New Testament that there is no marriage in heaven. It has taught that marriage is a celestial institution. It's a primary conduit for the means and achievement of salvation. That'd be kind of important, right? Right if that was your ecclesiology, mm-hmm. right? Like, let me put an analogy on this. Imagine you got up tomorrow. Actually, I even hasten to ask you this, given who the current Pope is. Because this is where you could look at me and say, shut your mouth, okay? But imagine you got up tomorrow, and Pope Francis was like, you know, on second thought, there's too many sacraments around here. You'd be like what?
2: Oh, hell no. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean then you'd be like, then why are we Catholic? Exactly. I mean, I, what, I'm already sending my kids to Steve Dace's school. I might as well start going to Steve Dace's church then at that point, right? I mean, why, if, if there's too many sacraments and they're not vital instruments and tools of an expression of our faith, then, then what, are we, what am I even a Catholic for then at that point, right? Sure. Sure. That's the, the, uh, uh, that's the theological equivalency of the LDS church saying, You do you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially what they did. You do you. And you know, you watched this strange thing in Utah during this last election. That those of us who are not LDS and do not live in Utah kind of don't understand the inside baseball of, right? It would be like if I was a talk show host in Salt Lake City trying to break down for my audience the inner uh, frameworks of, of, the, of the divisions within the Southern Baptist Convention. I, I'm, I'm the, it's not my home team. I don't know the nuances, right? I'm kind of doing this from afar. Similar. But doesn't this kind of point to that a little bit? That you want to be the Mitt Romney church and not the Mike Lee church. You want to be the Evan McMuffin church and not the Mike Lee church. We're going to go from the church that. Other people thought we put too much emphasis on the importance of the institution of marriage or even allowed for even allowed. Because of the pre- the preeminent preeminence we put on marriage, we even allowed for polygamy to occur well into the 19th century to, eh, 21st century. What's a marriage? What's a celestial union? Ah. YOLO! That's our new creed. YOLO! But this is happening everywhere. I mean, this is happening everywhere. I mean, I... I probably don't want to know the answer to how many evangelical churches didn't even bother to mention there was an election last week on the Sunday before. Right? Mm -hmm. This is happening everywhere. You're watching a systemic erosion and deconstruction of Western civilization occur everywhere. And all of us who have any interest in pointing people upward... Regardless of our and, I, and I'm not here to water down our divisions and distinctions. If I didn't think that those divisions and distinctions were of preeminent importance, I'd abandon those divisions and distinctions myself and just preach some generic, you know, syncretistic gobbledygook. Steve, okay.
2: we're spending all the time talking about the things we talk about these days so we can somehow, some way, get to the day where you and I are old men and we are arguing about the merits of cat- Catholicism versus Evangelicalism 24-7. Yes. Correct. And if it,
1: <laughs> This is going to get me in trouble, but in response to the LDS church, YOLO, yeah. right? You only live once. You do you. All right if western civilization was where it needed to be there'd probably have to be more of a concern about tension at times between Todd and I when certain things arise correct is that a nice way of putting it yeah that's a nice is is that the nicest way i could put it maybe sure. okay but it's not in a healthy place right now we're all absolutely under some form of assault And if you hold on to anything that your particular ecclesiastical viewpoint defined once as tradition or orthodoxy, you are in the crosshairs for the spirit of the age. The LDS church saying we wave the flag on marriage would be like the Southern Baptist convention saying, sola scriptura, what is it? Except that already happened, which is why a majority of evangelicals told Barna last year, they don't know what the Great Commission is. It's happening everywhere. And we're all, by the way, when they form the gulags, they won't have one for the Sola Scriptura crowd over there and the Joseph Smith followers over there. We're all going into the camps together. Mm-hmm. Right? We're all getting thrown in together. Maybe the last thing we'll do is debate theology each with each other before they the, you know before they cart us off, okay? But we're all getting we're all, we're all getting thrown into the camps together here. because nihilism reigns. I know everybody else in, in, wants to talk about Trump's announcement last night and the Trump-Desantis polls, and I'm, I am fascinated by what has gone on with the polling, and these are from Republican pollsters, by the way. I'm, I've, I am fascinated, but I also don't know how much I trust any polls or anything at the moment. You know, I, after this last election, I am at least temporarily, if not permanently, retired from the data analysis business. It's very clear Fox has issued some form of code red order 66 on Trump. That's obvious, but we'll have and we'll have a lot more time to discuss that. I wanted to make sure what happened with the LDS church, someone with a prominent platform discussed that in America today, because that's to me far more indicative of the corner we are being painted into than whether you prefer Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis exactly. at the moment. Thoughts on
2: that? The entire montage that's uh, it fits so nicely and again aaron does this before knowing exactly how you're going to spend your time talking but it fits so nicely uh with what you said about uh, not losing our mind how how can you obsess about donald trump uniquely obsess about him in the face of just that one montage and by the way aaron does that montage every damn day yeah
1: the issues change but it's essentially yes. the same montage every day unfortunately a lot of times you don't catch it because he's just so creative we and good with to, it yeah, but it, at, at the heart of it is the
2: same almost we every have day. to deal with his crazy trump's because of that crazy
0: it was like i was saying on monday you can't just trot out somebody who like believes in objective reality as a candidate who believes boys are boys and girls and gir- girls are girls may not have the greatest packaging ever but going up against somebody who really wants to debate you know the, the 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 building blocks of reality you can't just trot somebody out there who believes in basic basic truth and and win anymore that's not a winning message anymore so to obsess as Todd said about Trump v. DeSantis while well, not understanding the, the the stakes or not even mentioning those other stakes that you can't just believe in reality and that's a winning message that's not a winning message exactly. in, most of, in, in a lot of places in, in America anymore that's the much bigger deal than Trump or Trump v. DeSantis or did Rafael Cruz uh, uh, play a, a hand in, in assassinating JFK
1: You're not going to let that one go, are you? No, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We never really left 2016.
2: Hello, Ollie. I hate you. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to CHOSEN, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. CHOSEN will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at prestonwood.org slash chosen.
1: If you're a dog owner, then you need to know something about the food that you are buying for your pet at the store. Chances are it doesn't have The vitamins, minerals, nutrients, pro, prebiotics, et cetera, that your pet needs the most, or at least not in the amount that it needs, because a lot of that stuff gets stripped out of your pet's food before it ever leaves the factory. For the same reason, they strip a lot of that out of the people food that we eat before it ever leaves the factory. Mass distribution, food processing, et cetera. That's why we are taking so much money, or spending so much money, and taking so many supplements these days. The multi-billion dollar industry, putting that stuff back into our diets. Your pet needs that, too. And now, thankfully, they've got one from our friends over at Rough Greens. It's the supplement powder you mix in with your pet's food in order to put back into it the nutritional value your pet really deserves and needs. But you might be wondering, what if my pet doesn't like it? What if they don't see a difference? It's not like, you know... We need to add more to the expense budget in the times of Let's Go, Brandon, and here during the expensive holiday spending time as well. We agree. That's why we're going to offer you the first 14 day Jumpstar bag for free when you go to roughgreens.com. R U F F for roughgreens.com. We will ask you to pick up the tab for the shipping. Not that we can't afford that, too, but a lot of times if people pay nothing for something, it's worth nothing to them. So we want you to have some skin in the game here. So you pick up the lesser expense here. We'll pick up the bigger one with the free 14-day jumpstart bag to see if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less. When you go to roughgreens.com or call them at 833-ROUGH-DOG. And with that, let's get to some... Can I just
2: first say, say, I just saw your response. This is why I was laughing, to Trump... Yes, taking credit for Mars. You've you found your mantra to get through the next two years. Mars just, first, bitches. Just you found the humor in it. That'll keep you sane. Stay parked. I, I, I got to tell right you, there
1: uh, discussing the, the landing and the exploration of Mars. I mean, just might as well call that planet Ukraine at this point. <laughs> okay. I mean, what? Why? What? Who cares? Who? Who freaking cares? He's up there talking about Mars last night. <laughs> We don't know what a woman is, okay? Who cares? That is, that's, who cares? Do you care? Men
0: are from Mars. No. (laughs) You're making everything worse over there. All right? quite the contrary.
2: (laughs) See, look, we're back, baby. Mars First. We're back.
1: We need to make up some Steve Day's branded Mars First shirts. Sell those at the Blaze Store. Mars First. Get to buy seller hold before we tick off everybody. This is where you and the audience determine what uh, Aaron, Todd, and I will be disappointing you by talking about. Uh, we will decide are we going to buy what you are offering? Or are we selling it once per episode? We are permitted to put a hold on it, but that is such a weak, effeminate, punk move to punk out and not give an answer that if you invoke the hold, you must be held by Lindsey Graham. You have to let him get to the bottom of you. Nope.
0: Yes. Here we go. We begin with Barrett Hubbard, who says, "With the level of corruption in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Arizona, and Nevada, if DeSantis wins the nomination, he'll lose the general election to anyone the Democrats nominate." I,
2: I, I think s- I think that's possible. Yeah, sure. I'll sell as a. Because that was just a certainty, quite the way it was written? Yeah. I, I don't think it's 100% certainty, but I think it's highly likely. I will buy, and,
1: and if you had sold, I might have, mm-hmm. I, or bought, I might have sold, because I, I, I can see mm-hmm. both sides of it. I don't fault anybody for having this position after what we witnessed the last two elections at all. I, I don't. So I'm okay with that position. Um, so I, I do know this. They've already established a precedent they can steal elections from the other one. So that's already established. They'll have their polling narrative ready to go. We'll just do the time warp again. okay? but um, I think it's harder to steal it from him. But I also don't think it's anything close to impossible either. So I'll buy.
0: All right, here we go. Drip, drip, drip. Do you buy, sell or hold this logic from drip, drip, drip? Who says, my political decisions are ran through two filters. Does it piss off the right people? Will it make a she-man cry? Both Don and Ron make them cry, but Ron is getting too much love from terrible rhinos. They all hate Trump. Easy call. One-way ticket on the Trump train. Buy, sell, or hold that logic.
2: Uh, Sell? Hard sell? (sighs) That's... That's dumb. I don't think it's dumb,
1: but I think it, it is shallow. And and, and and
2: and as a you, man would you rather be called shallow <laughs> than yes Tom?
1: yes absolutely yeah absolutely there aren't enough of us to win there aren't enough of us to win a general election there aren't enough of us to win a national primary at some point you have to build coalitions at some point in 2016 for example, the establishment at Fox News made their peace with Donald Trump as the nominee and they chose him over Ted Cruz. And that's when we lost. And I can tell you exactly the moment that it occurred. We had won 5 states in a row. And a few of them we had won at the convention process, which is totally legit and within party rules. We then headed to the East Coast portion of the primary, well into May. The latest, a, uh, the latest a Republican primary has gone. Sorry, I've got uh, my nose itches. The latest a Republican primary has gone, like Reagan Ford, maybe that went all the way to the convention. So you're going back what 40 years, right? We get to the East Coast, and we weren't going to probably win a lot of those states anyway. That's Trump's home base, but but it was like. We were fighting John Kasich for second place. We just got destroyed, and the reason we got destroyed is because the establishment stopped trying to stop Trump. They tried to originally stop him, including Fox, from getting the nomination. Remember, they promoted Scott Wa- Jeb Bush, that went nowhere. Scott Walker went nowhere. Marco Rubio, like we won the, we got more votes than any candidate in the history of the Iowa caucuses, including Barack Obama. The next day, in the next two weeks, Fox made it look like Marco Rubio had the most glorious third place finish of all time. Fox and Roger Ailes finally made their peace with Trump, figured at least we could do art of the deal with him. Cruz might actually really believe the crazy stuff he's saying, and so they cut their deal. And the message they killed us with, that they all went out with, is that we were stealing elections. We had stolen these states that we had won, unfairly, with the delegate process. Total lie. Total gaslight. Not true. Didn't matter. Very effective. So tip of the cap. It completely imploded us overnight. We never overcame that narrative. We were done. The the nomination process went on for another week or so. Indiana was the last state, as I recall. But we were done. The code red had been issued. Fox is clearly issuing some form of code red on Donald Trump right now. The same Trump that they were in bed with for several years. So you have to ask yourself, if, if we're going to do this strictly by, now I'm not saying reject relationships, I'm not, but if we're going to do this strictly by relationships, this is why I say your, your proposition is shallow. You're making it look like Ron DeSantis did nothing the last four years. Yeah, this is
2: my point. There's no record.
1: There's no scalps.
2: You don't think he was he side by nothing. side with the kind of scrishes you're talking about that were always there? And that's the thing, if, if, if this
1: is just, if you make this just about relationships, you're doomed. You're going to get just emotionally manipulated constantly by the melodrama and the regime messaging. You got to be more discerning and frankly smarter than that. I mean, I had a guy email me last night with the same proposition. And so I wrote him back and I said, so explain to me why Ron DeSantis' record of badassery for the last four years, that we were all praising. The, on all these shows for the last four years is suddenly rejected because of the perception that that's who Paul Ryan, who was running Fox News, that that's who Paul Ryan wants. When Trump actually endorsed Paul Ryan and then also created the the, the jab that's killing who knows how many people and was the greatest threat with the MacGuffin that became the greatest threat to individual liberty in the history of Western civilization. Like, you'll be poisoned. You'll take, like, like, like Mark of the Beast stuff. And is completely non-repentant about it. You've just got to have, if, if, if you're that simplistic of a thinker, if you're that shallow, you're going to get manipulated a lot. Now, here's the thing. You might have came up with the right answer in the end. Like... Ron DeSantis might get in there and we, he might go, he might do the full Scott Walker. We might be like, what happened to the guy that did all the Florida stuff? True. He might do that. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know Ron DeSantis. Again, I'm 15 minutes, 20 tops in a hallway with him 10 years ago. Don't know him at all. That's why I'm not willing to just completely throw Trump overboard either. Because it's not like we don't need plan B options around here. But with the record of achievement he has. I'm going to make Ron DeSantis disprove himself. And he didn't do it in some podunk state. It's the third largest state in the country, the most expensive swing state in the union. Similarly, with the record of achievement that Trump had prior to covid I'm not just going to give him the dirt nap either. He's number two on my list. And frankly, if it weren't for whatever, everything that transpired from March 16th on, he'd be number one on everybody's list. Because he'd still be president of the United States, in my opinion. But if we're going to make it now, that that's high school. I don't like who you hung out with. So it doesn't matter that you throw the game-winning touchdown pass in the state championship game. It doesn't, it doesn't matter you're valedictorian of the class and that, you, and that no one does more charitable work than you. You sit at the wrong table in the lunchroom, and so you're out. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you think that's going to save your, your civilization, you're toast already. You're going to need a lot more discernment than that. A lot more. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to warn you now. If you come at me with that, Oh my gosh, I'm going to crush you because you need it. It'll be doing you a favor. We've got to be a lot more discerning than that. There's no discernment in that none. That's the, that's the guy who finds out at church gets an alert, gets an alert on his phone. He had his church, his phone off at church for an hour. Gets out of church, looks at the alert and says, oh, no, uh, the starting quarterback uh, 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 is, is, isn't is playing. Dak Prescott's not playing for the Cowboys. Let me call my bookie quick and get down on the other team. Dude, you missed it. They already moved the line. You're too late. You're the sucker here. See what I'm saying? You're, they already built that into the line. You missed it. And, oh, by you're the way, mar- you you're that the mark. was the
2: priority at church. <laughs> you're the mark, brother. You're yes. not. You're not
1: on the cutting edge. You're late to the game. You're late to the party. You're the mark. You got to think smarter than that. You'll get manipulated by all kinds of people if it's just that shallow. That all being said, could we be sitting here? It's November 16th. (laughs) And not 2023, where I would still... Guys, the Iowa caucuses are still three months away. No! It's November 16th, 2022, guys! Guys! I'll make you a deal. If I'm not, if I'm, if I'm willing to let Trump resell me despite everything he did during COVID, which was abysmal and immoral and dumb, if I'm letting him, if I'm willing to let him resell me based on everything he did pre-COVID because of how slim our options are otherwise, I think it's only fair that you let Ron DeSantis prove to you first through this vetting process that he has handed his ball sack to Paul Ryan. That's fair. Don't you think that's fair? And, I can't and, believe and, you even have to say that. And, there's, and, and we got like 15 months to let this thing or 16 months here to let this thing play itself out. And we'll get our answer. We will get our answer. But you've got to have better discernment than that. A lot of, you hate Mitch McConnell? Who put Elaine McChow in his administration? Trump did. Who outsourced the overturning of Obamacare to, to Mitch McConnell? Trump did. And to Paul Ryan? Trump did. Which is why it didn't happen. I'm not, I'm not really sure you want to play the, game, the association game here. Because the reality is it's a coalition Party. At some point, you have to win over people that aren't traditionally with you. Is it possible that Ron DeSantis has cut a secret deal to do all these badass things and then goes total Esau, sells his birthright to cut a deal with the establishment and sell us out? Sure it is. Have we seen dumber things? We've seen dumber things. Sure. Is it also possible that the establishment has realized realized you people aren't moving? They can't even try to sell you a Nikki Haley again or Mike Pence if they want to. So I guess if we're going to have national conservatism, can we at least have, are they thinking, can we at least have the guy that most of America doesn't think is a douchebag and we will just hand the country to the communists by losing another election? Not saying that that's not a, that's the right narrative, but that's what they think. Is that possible too? That just like they decided in 2016, if if it's going to be Cruz and Trump, we'd rather have Trump. At least he'll cut us a deal. Could the same people be deciding if it's going to be one of these two guys, at least give us the guy who most of America hasn't just written off ever voting for yet? Sure. Do any of us know which of those is the answer? No. How might we find that answer out, do you think? If we just let the process play itself out, people have a way of revealing themselves. This has been my TED Talk. Thoughts?
0: Uh, You answered that with a lot more self-control especially on a day like today than i would have had if i had answered that because i thought that was one of the dumbest submissions i i'm sorry drip 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 that was one of the dumbest submissions that maybe we've ever taken
1: yes you should know i have received that email about 15 times i figured yeah todd
2: i just was gonna say we agreed, dumb and shallow let's not fight
0: Uh, one more before we uh, hit the break here. Less than a minute left. Uh, Sar Scream says a majority of Americans are not just non-Christian in the world view, but actively anti-Christian, regardless of whether or not they admit it. Buy, sell, or hold. Bye.
1: I'm going to sell. I don't think a majority of, of Americans are. I don't. And I'm, you know, I'm not the guy you go to for the. Uh, I'm the guy that tells you it's not partly sunny but mostly cloudy most of the time. I don't believe a majority of Americans are. I think that there is a. A not insignificant segment of Americans that what you just said applies to but I think the majority of Americans are just straight up ignorant spiritually are the are, the, are, are just sheep easily led astray
2: I bought okay. I think they are okay. here's the problem
1: eventually if sheep are not led by the proper shepherd even if I'm right Eventually, they get to the place that you're talking about eventually. Yeah, trending. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. More buy-seller hold in a moment. Back here with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todders and Aaron McIntyre and all of you. Let us know what you think about what we think via the SteveDace.com inbox. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email us. That's D E A C E. Like us on Facebook, me, we, Parlor and Gab. You can follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter. Get her. Did I say Twitter? Twitter, Getter, and TikTok and Instagram. And then don't forget to find us as well on Truth Social at Real Steve Dace there. And then you can find clips of the show that are free to watch, free of any censorship when you go to Rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show as well. And don't forget if you are listening to the podcast, the last name is D-E-A-C-E. And if you are listening to the podcast, thank you. You're a big reason why we just signed a three-year contract extension. So thank you to all of you. Uh, You're a big part of our audience. Please show how thankful you are for us by leaving us a five-star review and also hitting subscribe or follow on your podcast platform of choice. And don't forget, if you've got a question that you'd like to have considered for an upcoming Ask Me Anything, you can embed it into your five-star review. And Todd, We'll move you to the front of the line for consideration for our next AMA, which is coming up on Monday of next week. So thanks again to all of you that have done those things for us already. Part two of Buy, Sell, or Hold, brought to you by our friends over at My Patriot Supply. America's diesel fuel shortage means truckers might not be able to deliver enough food to your local grocery stores, and this could cause food shortages like we've never seen. Are you prepared for it? you have a stockpile of emergency food ready to go at least through this winter how about one that would last for over 20 years with proper storage because that's what they offer you at my patriot supply go there now preparewithdace.com is the website preparewithdace.com this is the biggest discount they've offered since 2019 save 250 dollars on their three month emergency food kit, that's breakfast, lunch, dinner, even snacks and drinks, the full complement of the 2,000 plus calories that you and everyone in your care needs. You can get one for everybody in your household right now for $250 off plus free shipping when you go to My Patriot Supply at preparewithdace.com. Again, the website for My Patriot Supply is preparewithdace.com. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, the Weekly Prophet of Woe and Lamentation, Daniel Horowitz, will be joining us. Until then, however, let's continue on with Buy, Sell, or Hold. Aaron.
0: We move on to Gina P., who says, Trump didn't mention the vaccine last night or COVID at all. He's learned. So I'm going to
1: sell. I'm going and, and to sell not because I don't know that he's not learned. Or I'm not saying that he's not learned. It's just that we don't know. I mean, there's only, there's only one person on planet Earth that is even remotely deserving of your primary vote who's going to run in this cycle and is also qualified to challenge him on this. And he's not in the race yet. You know? And and so that's when you'll find out. And then if DeSantis doesn't run, you'll find out next fall when, or the fall of 24 and two falls, when they just pin the whole thing on him. Because that's coming too, you know? So um, we don't know the answer to that question yet. I hope you're right. But I think you, I think you don't demonstrate that by omission. You you demonstrate that by commission. All right. So we shall see.
0: And it just, just occurred to me as well. He, he actually did mention it. He talked about the China virus multiple times and bragged about his decisive action. Now he didn't talk about the jabs. Now that was before I fell asleep and turned it off.
1: Well, his his. <sighs>
0: I'm serious. I'm I'm dead serious. I was You are bound us.
1: and determined to ruin my inbox
0: today. Yeah. Bound
1: and determined, brother. Yeah,
0: that's what it is.
1: <laughs> um I mean, his decisive action of closing the border in January was good. That's why I when I talk about COVID, I always talk about I always give you the date March sixteenth. Everything that transpired from March sixteenth on was bad. Every every bad decision was made when they tried to do something good, like when they did an outstanding presentation with their coronavirus task force on reopening the country. And I even, you know, I, I even kind of broke protocol and sent a note to Kellyanne saying, Hey, that was very, very well done. Um, uh, the next day he spent, or he spent the next two days after that going after Brian Kemp in Georgia for reopening too soon. I mean, it, they made no good decisions from March 16th on despite the fact a lot of us tried to help them make better decisions they would not take the help so
0: and and just if that's
1: a decisive action he's talking about all those decisive actions were the wrong ones
0: i and the the ironic part about this as well as i attempt to uh, put some balm on your inbox <laughs> if he would have just followed his his instincts, the in, like correct. all of all of his instincts, yeah. the entire time we might not be talking about the fall of Western civilization. Right,
1: he he brought up hydroxychloroquine. His instincts about that were right. Okay, but he,
2: even coulda, woulda, shoulda, like future, past, now, mm-hmm. it. Aaron, it is 2016 all over. Don't expect better of him. Yep. Yep. Don't expect worse of him. Just ex- accept and expect Trump of him. That's it.
0: I agree with completely with that. That's 2024, what... if he's in office, he's not going to be a lame duck president. We're going to get the exact same four years that we got last time. I, I, and then, and, which is good, provided we don't have like an existential crisis Correct. Correct.
1: where his worldview deficiency shines, unfortunately. If it's just typical you know, political skullduggery, you know, dealing with nihilistic corruptocrats, you know, in the media and everything else, dude's freaking Ted Williams where that is concerned, okay? If if we are dealing with serious existential crisis, start Steve Carell doing that, because we saw that already. And um,
2: the likelihood of that,
1: high. Because it, the, the spirit of the age saw yes. that what happened the last time. See, that's, that's why this is really, to me, I, I agree with what you just said about Trump. That's why it's really, to me, about Ron DeSantis. That's really what it's about. Who does he, in a in a primary vetting process, truly reveal himself to be? And b- okay? by the way, on that—that's that, what it's really about. I may to make. as
2: well. Just rip the bandit. Uh, uh, him. Uh, s- your campaign should be different than ever. Stay down there and just govern. And that means Iowans, we're first. Don't. I know in the past. Don't expect him. You'd like yeah. your belly rubbed and everything. Yeah. I'm right here in Iowa. Don't expect it. You'll be thankful if he never comes up here. If he's just kicking blank and taking names down there and you're like just salute it all right it's it that's got to be good enough a man who just knows out, and quite frankly do we know that it? we still don't know the answer to if it's better off uh, for him just to stay down there we don't know the answer to that either this could
1: the last couple of weeks have i mean uh, the polling that has come out from Republican pollsters all over the country showing him leading Trump in a lot of states and now a couple even nationally. This could not go better for him, which is why this will be very revealing. A lot of people think you know a lot about, a, you find out about somebody when, when they're down. You don't. That's, a, that's, that's, that's wrong. The churches were full on September 12th, 2001. All over America, there were lines to get in and out of churches. How full were they on September 11th and 12th, 2002, 2003, 2004? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you, you don't find out a lot about somebody when they're confronted with something that humbles them. You find out a lot about somebody when they appear to have it going on. That's when you, that's when you truly find out. I'll apply that to myself. It's much easier doing the devil may care, I don't care how offended you are show. It was much easier doing that a couple of years ago. It's not as easy to do that now that we just got a contract extension and the blaze wants to pay me more money. It's not as easy to do that now that I'm going to release next year, a movie that I would like to have be successful. And then the back of my mind, I'm constantly contemplating. Am I alienating a lot of people who would otherwise come to my movie because of my opinions? Those are the things that start happening to you. And the things you start thinking when you think it's about you, you do not find out about people when the chips are down, you truly find out about them when they're not. Everybody gets on their knees and prays when somebody they care about cares about is sick, or they are. Everybody does. How much do they get on their knees and pray when everything's good? Or at least that's their perception, anyway. Things are very good for Ron DeSantis right now. Very good. I mean, this this if 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 he were able, phantom menace style, to orchestrate a series of events from the shadows like a Darth Sidious to play to his eventual emergence. He could not have scripted better what has transpired here in these last three weeks. Could not have conjured something better. So now you'll find out actually who he really is. Yeah. All right. Is he the guy that starts thinking now that he's now that his moments about to arrive. I don't know, maybe I need to cut my deal right now. Because a lot of guys do that. And it ruins them. Or is he the guy that says, I own all these people and didn't cut any deals at all. Hit the gas. Right? That's what you're going to find out. That's what you're going to find out. And if you're, and for me, you know, if you're quote unquote backup option or plan B is a guy that for two and a half years had the best presidential term of your lifetime, arguably. I I, I think a lot of you think I'm really, really stressed out about how this is going to... I'm really not. Because this process will play itself out. It's already beginning to play itself out. So, it's November 16th. Nobody's voting until like February of 2024. Here is my big idea. Let it play itself out. Are we short of problems right now? We're not. No, we're not short of problems. So it's okay to let something that probably won't be determined for another 16 or 17 months. It's okay to kind of let that maybe play itself out a little bit. Let's Let's let it play itself out.
0: Next up. Neil Schultz says, within two years, there will be a court case in Michigan brought by the Michigan attorney general or leftist group charging a parent with child abuse for attempting to stop a gender reassignment.
1: So, because hey. it will not be within two years. It'll it's going to be a lot sooner six months. than months. You disagree yeah. with the yeah.
2: timetable, bye. Yeah, but I buy you
1: on the premise for sure, yes.
0: Uh, New Dark Ages says if DeSantis is the 2024 nominee, Trump will run as a third party candidate splitting the Republican vote, ensuring Democrats will win the presidency. I think this will happen. I do not think it assures the Democrats that they will win the presidency. Not that anybody asked me.
1: I, I will sell the the one thing Trump hates more than anything is losing. That's one of the reasons why he was so quick to outsource. The presidency to Anthony Fauci, take that responsibility off my plate. That's beyond me. Uh, I don't believe he would lose and then risk following that up with another L. I don't believe that.
2: I agree, but in a mad genius kind of way, it'd be really interesting if he ran as an independent right now and said, "I'm shedding the Republican Party that led to this disastrous election." I won't. Well,
1: see, well. Well, now you're talking my love language, okay? If he does that, then I might be like, "Yeah, I think Ron DeSantis makes a fine governor of Florida.
0: Yeah. Because then we're talking about generational change yeah, yeah. in the landscape. Then
1: we're talking about, okay, that's the guy y'all thought you were voting for in 2016. Yeah. yeah. Not the guy who, you know, had we're Jared going to Kushner mar- for a co-president. we're going to
2: Mars, Steve. Yep. And then you
1: know what? <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, Alice. I'm, 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 I'm going first. All right. You can do all the Mars landings you want if we're going to do stuff like that. We're if, if we're going to do real disruption of the system. I was just dreaming. Sold. And Ron we're DeSantis would, should go on. I strongly encourage him to go on becoming a, remaining a great governor of Florida. But I don't think we're going to do stuff like no, that. No, we are not. Yeah.
0: Christian nationalist pony soldier says governor Abbott is only going hard to the right by declaring an invasion of the border because of the margin of victory. He and DeSantis won by last week. He's only doing it because it's safe to do so.
1: I'm, I, I'm going to, I think you're right, but I'm going to sell because I think your premise is correct, but I don't agree with your conclusion. I, I think the timing of this actually is associated with Carrie Lake losing. (laughs) That I, I think, with in, in a strange way, Lake getting elected and then doing this first and seeing what would happen. Now, let's pause for a moment. Abbott has declared this. He has not done this. Is this a Trump tweet? Okay. Yeah. We, we have not seen, have you guys seen brigades and, and <laughs> battalions of National Guardsmen? You know, from deployed to the Texas border yet? Are are you guys visually seeing that, right? I mean, isn't the expectation when your government declares you're under invasion that they would then do something? Mobilize against said invasion. Hey, you're under invasion. We declare an invasion. Okay, great. Wait, you're just giving me like a forecast? You're just giving me a heads up? Hey, you know, incoming. I mean, okay, great. (laughs) What are we doing? Right? Wouldn't the expectation be we're going to do something about that? So... I mean, are you guys seeing, like, file footage of uh, the Texas uh, National Guard rolling
2: out to the Texas border? Because I'm not seeing it. Okay? So, let's see... Until I see them whipping Haitians down there, I will not be satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) Nice reference. Uh, Until we see that,
1: it hasn't happened. It's been declared, but it's not occurred. That being said, I think Carrie Lake's loss had a lot to do with the timing of this. Because... If, if you don't have Lake over there doing this in Arizona after she gets elected, you don't have like a, let dude, let her do it. And let's see what the, because that's what Abbott has done, right? All right, DeSantis is doing this. Let's see how it plays out. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. Okay. That's kind of what he's been doing with DeSantis for the last year. Right. So I think with Carrie Lake there, you let her declare an invasion. You let her mobilize against it and let her be the guinea pig here. Let's see how you actually do this. And then if it works, we do it. If it doesn't, we don't. The problem is she didn't get elected. And the border problem obviously now is not going to go away. And so without her over there, who does the who does the brunt of the responsibility now fall upon? Greg Abbott. And he doesn't really have a fig leaf here. So do you declare an invasion now? Or do you wait and do it in January and February when the problem is, is much more obvious and front burner to people, and it might be more difficult to confront. I, I think that is why he did it now, is is Carrie Lake's loss, quote-unquote, uh, left him without cover to not do it.
2: I think that's complete. I had a light bulb moment while you were talking, though. He's running.
1: Oh, for president? Oh, yes. he wants to run for president for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's a part of it, too. Yeah.
0: Next, Misel Holdbot says the exit polls were right that three quarters of the voters uh, said the country is heading in the wrong direction. It's just that half of them said that about the economy, and the other half about the ending of Roe
2: and other stuff as well. But that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could, I
1: think you're onto some, something. I think you're onto something. A lot that. of
2: people who yep. say that are saying there's parents who won't let us trans our kids, and that's why we're heading in the wrong direction. Yes, yeah, that's absolutely
1: yeah. right. I, there, I think you're, there, we have seen there are so many people committed to that death cult that it's just not even on their it's just not even on their radar how much more a carton of eggs costs because their shibboleth got smashed. Mm-hmm. And that's how they determine the direction of the country. I think that's good analysis. Smart. Bye.
0: Next, we have Sean Griffiths, who says, now that Trump has officially announced his 2024 presidency run, it's time for a Trump versus DeSantis rap battle. This is MAGA King versus Heavy D. MAGA King says, you can't come at me. I'm the MAGA King. Without me, you wouldn't even be a thing. I deserve another shot, so wait your turn. Run your little state. This isn't your concern. Is that a good opening riff?
1: That's a hell of a rap, actually. I mean, like, that's so good. That probably ought to be Trump's messaging. I mean, that's... That, and, and that's far more devastating to DeSantis. If I'm Ron DeSantis, that's what I don't want. I don't want Donald Trump making me junior partner. What I want is Donald Trump making me rosebud, which is what he did last week. So that I then, when I get asked about it, I get to take the high ground and be the adult in the room and say, you know what, man, whether it's Trump or the media and everybody else, whenever you're leading from the front and doing good things, everybody comes after you. Like, I, I don't want Trump's... I don't want Trump to do what Sean just said. That puts me in a difficult position where I'm the Padawan learner here. So, so you're I think buying, that's excellent. You're messaging. buying, I'm buying that, that opening
0: volley. Yeah. You buying that, Todd? Absolutely, Let's I'm buying just it. just keep rolling. All right, here's Heavy D's response. If you're the MAGA king, then I'm King Kong. I get real stuff done and I do it all day long. You just post crap and make a news blurb. I take the libs out and stomp them on the curb. That's
1: that's very good too. But, I, but, I, but here's the thing. I think that that... That the first rap, it would be in my mind, is unconditionally successful. The second rap, the, the from DeSantis, is conditionally successful depending on whether Trump does the first rap or not. Like, if Trump does the rosebud rap that he did last week, okay, like obsession DeSantis, I'm literally counting votes, tweeting out, okay, or he can't tweet, but t- truthing out, okay, then this that, then that is very effective. I think if Trump goes with the first message, it really does narrow Ron DeSantis's road.
2: I just love how this guy presented us a wrap-off and you're like Breaking analyzing it down like the it's PhD thesis. It's fantastic. Why not, <laughs> by the way?
0: All right. Maga King responds, I had the best economy the world ever saw and I got the VAX done and saved grandma. My VAX is great, tremendous. I saved everyone. I own the Magas. I've already got this one. I would
1: strongly consider rap right not there. rapping that. Okay. <laughs> I would, I would strongly can, I would strongly suggest I'm Jonah Hill gif right here. Um, no, don't girl, you know, it's true. I mean, and then right after you wrap that, and that's why I'm endorsing Ron DeSantis for president myself. Yeah. Because that's effectively go back to the first verse and just ditch that one. Maybe.
0: All right, last one. This is Heavy D's final response. Your COVID team sent us warp speed to hell, but they're free while J Sixers rot in a cell. And sanctimonious, damn right that I am. All of us should be who didn't fall for the scam.
1: Yeah, that's why you don't do the other rap, okay? If I'm Trump, I just do the first. I just do the first rap, over and over again. The other ones open me up to, um, to cross examination. By a guy that has shown he's pretty good at that.
0: So you're buying this rap battle.
1: I'm buying it overall. Yeah.
2: Next week, <laughs> interpretive dance. <Yeah>. Haikus. <laughs> Trump versus DeSantis. What are we going to be doing in
1: July of 23? We've done raps, haikus, interpretive dances. What are we going to be doing? Uh, do we'll think? be in
0: jail. <laughs> There's that. Buckley says with all the uncertainty and evil in the world and the suicide of the GOP, the most effective thing I can do as a man to stabilize my family's future is to increase worship of Jesus Christ and study the Holy scripture and help other husbands and fathers do the same.
2: Amen. As it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end. I mean, and and, you know, that's,
1: that's a new new Testament interpretation of, is it Micah six, eight, right? Mm -hmm. That's essentially what you're saying, man. All right. And I mean, in season and out of season, that'll preach. You bet.
0: Shane Leith, you better come correct Shane. This is a da- this is dangerous territory to be going in. Oh yes, top it five is. '80s guitar riffs. Number five, money for nothing. Yep. Dire Straits. Bye. Okay. See, I don't like the rest of the song. I think the beginning is tremendous. I'll buy, because there are
1: so many possibilities, unless you throw something at me that I'm like, no way it belongs there, I'm going to buy it. Even if I think I can do better, okay? Because the possibilities are endless. That's five, yes. So so I'll buy. Yes. Yes. Great song.
0: Number four, Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't realize that came out in 1980. Yeah, I mean... I can't I tell you the amount of... 43 ten, years old now? 10 years ago,
1: the amount of time I invested on Guitar Hero trying to master yep. that song Bye. to f- conquer the game. Bye.
0: Yeah. Number three, The Trooper by Iron Maiden. Sell. Sell. I hate that. I hate that stuff.
1: I hate death metal. I hate all that crap. Screen. Hate it all. Hate it. Sell.
0: Number two, Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. I mean, it's a classic. Yep. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Yep. And Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Maybe
1: the best song they ever did. How does that one go? I'm
2: selling, though. That starts like a motor. Yeah, it kind of simulates that a little bit. Yeah. I'm
1: fine with that being on the list. I wouldn't be my
0: number one by any stretch, but I'm fine with it being on the list.
2: That's why I'm selling. Yeah. Okay. If that was going to be on the list as a five, but that's no.
0: So you're selling this overall. You got to nail this. If you come come at us with a top five. You can't have
1: any that are just like WTF. You can't do that. And you did that. So sell
0: Christian nationalist pony soldier back again. Last week's votes show that in most parts of the country, Christians will be loaded onto trains before the rest of the country wakes up.
1: I think it's too early to say most parts of the country. I definitely think there are certain parts of the country for sure.
2: Agreed.
0: So sell. Next, we go to Brian Raper, who says, or rapper, uh, conservatives need to get more comfortable using phrases like gender denier, jab denier, an open border denier, and recession denier to describe Democrat politicians and their voters. Love that.
1: I'm, I, I do too. I'm, I'm a okay jab with it. denier. Bye. Yeah, I'm jab fine with denier. it. Bye.
0: Yeah. Alexander Rogers has a list for us things to expect from the possible Trump 2024 presidency. Number one, Bushy cabinet members.
1: Well, you we got some of those the first time. Yeah. You know, but I I'm gonna sell because I I don't I don't think
0: I don't think you'll have bushy cabinet. Yeah, I I, I, I don't, don't know if you'll have good cabinet members. Yeah, it doesn't mean
1: they'll have good ones, but I, I think that the the bushy thing has 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 that that ship has sailed.
2: Yeah. His own daughter just tapped out today. Yeah. So
0: yeah. uh number two, continual swamp endorsements. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes
1: and no. I mean, you have to, I mean, Trump's endorsement thing is, does it add to my record to make me look like I'm, you know, the, the kingpin here? So sure.
0: Number three, holdover department heads from Obama's third term.
1: In other words, we're not going to sure. drain the swamp yeah. like we did in the last time. Yeah. Yeah. You bet I could buy that in some places. Sure.
0: Number four, ADL and Israel first policy over America first.
1: I'm not sure I know what that means.
2: American defender. What
1: is it? T- can someone ADL. tell me what that means? Um, because I gotta tell you, ADL most ADL people are left wingers yeah. who think Netanyahu is is you know is a Klansman. So I mean I, I just I mean I, I'm not sure what that I would need to have someone flesh that out for me what that means.
2: Yeah, so
0: number five, Ivanka and Jared. I'm a hard sell on this. I don't oh, think I'm,
1: they're I'm gonna buy. Jared for sure will be. There was there last night. Yeah. If, if you dude Jared Kushner did not marry into the lucky sperm club to just right. sit one out. Okay. Agreed. From going from co president to just sitting it out if he gets in there again. Come on, man. No way.
0: Um, number six, Operation Maximum Warp, big farmer sequel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I'm gonna sell because I think that um he's too toxic and they don't need him now. They don't they don't need him now. They have a they have a global regime now in place. They don't they don't need him anymore. They used him up, they got their funding their initial seed funding. They have a they have a global regime now. Pfizer is Pfizer is now what General Motors was in the eighties. They don't they don't need him. They don't have to do business with him. They don't have to sully their hands dirty by doing business with Donald Trump and photo ops with somebody they find disdainful. They don't need him anymore. They're bigger than he is there's far more it's far more likely he'll keep pimping their stuff for them without them ever working with him again than it is that they'll choose to work for him again because he'll want to claim the accomplishment so to speak
2: overall trump yesterday trump today trump tomorrow like i said don't expect much different he's he's his johnson and johnson buddy did not go bankrupt recently did i miss that newsflash so yeah he'll be there
0: Next from Hannah, he
1: makes a lot of money, a ton of money. I gotta tell you,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> on
1: the day God, on the day he got <laughs> dinged by the FDA for his dangerous jab, ch- <laughs> that's classic. That's a See? classic right yeah. there. That's yeah. as good as it gets right there. Yeah,
0: Hannah says Florida, Texas, or another red state should file a suit against states with universal mail-in voting now to preempt shenanigans in 2024. To get a case against mail in voting before the Supreme Court based on vote security and not overturning an election. What would be the legal case?
1: The, are we talking like, uh, like a 14th Amendment violation, maybe unequal protection under the law? Yes. Something like that. Some like states that. are essentially, are this, effectively disenfranchising other states is, by not enforcing election laws. This is like, what we that's were, an interesting idea, actually.
2: That's what we were arguing for with instead of. Release the kraken. Get to the point. Get to the thing you can win right now. That's in in the last election, and they want to do it.
1: The problem is though that,
0: that could boomerang what, really bad. What, what,
1: what, what's her name? Because she's smart. Hannah. Hannah. The, here's the problem you have, Hannah. Is that we are in a TBN era of Christianity, and and so what what you're what you're laying out is a is a systematic theology, Calvin. Um, uh, Luther-Augustin sort of intellectual framework for victory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. no. We need a fantastical tale of flowcharts and Dominion machines and Krakens released and um, Slain in the Spirit and Paula White invocations. We require that. We need the show. We have to have the show. If it's just good old-fashioned Micah 6-8, do, do the right thing. Not a lot of market for that today. I, I need, I need a, I need a TBN show, sister. So,
2: I mean... great idea. We, we you're, all agree. You're a woman out of
1: time. We all I'm agree. Afraid.
2: Paula White's on the short list for vice president. Right. Great. great, great.
1: You guys, I'm going to shut my freaking inbox down if you guys don't stop this. Okay. You're killing me, Smalls.
0: Right now. One me. last one. Contract Tyler, to Tyler no Schlosser take-backs. says, my is, Cruz yours is it <laughs> helped kill JFK." Buy seller. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop
2: he he got it now now tyler
0: is fired he doesn't work here
2: all right just totally blew past the stop sign there (laughs) everyone's fired
1: Back here on The Steve Day Show. And why have we gotten so many positive notes this year about our new partners over at Eden Pure and their Thunderstorm air purifier because the thing really works. It's also really convenient, small enough to plug into just about any outlet. Uh, also, filterless. You're not going to be replacing filters forever. And they offer a great deal as well. There's probably, there, there's they do, whether it's pets, smoke, whether it's mildew, musk, um, this thing is phenomenal. That's why we've gotten so much positive feedback about it so far this year. If you want to try it today, Get uh, three units for under 200 bucks when you use the code STEVE3 at EdenPureDeals.com, E-D-E-N, com. Shipping is free as well. Shipping is free as well. And did I mention... It's filterless. You're not going to be paying for filters out of your pocket, replacing them over and over again. All right. EdenPureDeals.com is where you want to go. Whole home protection. Get a three-pack. You can put it on every level of your home or multiple rooms in your home. EdenPureDeals.com. Use the code Steve3 for $200 off and free shipping. Code Steve3 at EdenPureDeals.com. All right. Let's welcome in the prophet of woe and lamentation, the man himself, Daniel Horowitz. It is good to see you, my friend. How are you? We're
3: doing all right, Steve. Our entire career is truncated into one week.
1: Indeed. Um, We don't have election days anymore. They're so much fun. We now have election festivals, my friend. So I have a question for you. And it has three options. It's a multiple choice question. Okay. The results of this election, as we now know them, occurred because A there was not systemic cheating like what you and I both thought we saw in 2020, but that actually the data, unlike 2020, can be reconciled by simply taking a look at the fact that there was a massive turnout for Democrats of unmarried, particularly Gen Z women, and, and that their country is so balkanized that even Republicans getting to plus five in the popular vote can largely be explained by they just made red states even redder, but didn't persuade a lot of different people. B, what happened in Arizona is such an obvious steal that 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 clearly looked like 2020 there, but the rest of the country, it just looks like we got destroyed by Roe v. Wade backlash. So kind of like what we talked about in option A. Or C, they stole it everywhere where would you come down
3: d the republican <laughs> party and the mail in republicans stole the election and 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 let me say what i mean by that it encompass. i'm not ducking it it encompasses all of what you said but the same way republicans are like you know a a rigged machine where you render a republican ballot and out pops a democrat so On the very issues that matter, in the way they matter, at the time they matter, think COVID, think Ukraine, think gay marriage this week, right as we're talking about, think the leadership elections, think every issue that matters, the Republicans are on the other side. So that holds true for election law as well. That's what people don't realize. So how much of it was pure cheating or violates kind of the spirit of the Constitution? Our founders would have been appalled by early voting, late voting, ballot harvesting, but in a lot of places that was made legal. Republicans did have power in most of these states during that period last decade, particularly after the 2010 elections, um, when they were setting this in place. And in Arizona, heck, they've had the trifecta for a long time. But I guess if there's a Democrat secretary of state, there's just nothing they can do. Um, So they they held that power. And like they do with every policy issue, they did with election policy and election law. And they went along with it. So that's the reality. Now, some of it was turbocharged after Democrats already controlled it. But you know what turbocharged it, Steve? Mm Mm-hmm. The COVID lockdown. Mm-hmm. You know that the, the bill that the GOP Senate and President voted for and when Thomas Massey tried to stand up to it, um Trump supported a primary challenger against him, who by the way lost eighty twenty 20 in twenty twenty. But that's my point. See, see Steve, I don't know what to say. If you have two armies and the other army appears to have created a a very effective strategy, but then at the same time, your army is full of guns and rifles where the bullet comes out the opposite end every time you fire it. (laughs) Well, I mean, it could be they created some sort of issue there, I don't know, and we'll probably have to deal with that at some point when we get an army, but Steve, we need an army. You, You can't have a party that purposely throws interceptions, that purposely fumbles the ball. They might have a great defensive line, uh, lineman and, and safeties there that we have to deal with and strategize about at some point. But I don't even know what to do. That That's my point. It's such a fake controlled opposition that it's hard to even game this out. Which is why, you
1: know, because of his announcement last night, even though... No one's voting here until February of 24, okay? Not 23, 24. No one's voting until then, okay? We, we are, we've been besieged with buy, sell, or hold propositions and emails and everything about this already. And I said earlier, hey, if we're going to have a Republican primary, I am certainly a lean DeSantis guy. But if Trump told me tomorrow, hey, I'm, I'm you know... I'm abandoning all these fools who blew this election and basically had a message similar to what you, what you just said. I'd be like, hand me a red hat and tell Ron DeSantis to go on being a really good governor of Florida.
3: Yep. I, I, I mean, look, he, here's the bottom line. I, I was told that McConnell and McCarthy are the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Trump wasn't the problem. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, hey, right on. Let's go. And, and, and as you all well know, I've been busy the last week trying to go after both of them. And I was like, "What the heck?" I mean, Trump's the answer; these guys are the problem. I, I already had my plane ticket; was about to head down to Mar-a-Lago, but then there was a problem. Trump announced he's supporting Kevin McCarthy. Hmm. So, I, look, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know what to do with that. You know, and therein lies the problem. They just renominated McCarthy, Scalise, Elise Stefanik. They elevated Tom Emmer, the head of that RCC, to whip, um, and then McConnell just a couple minutes ago, one with just 10 votes against him. People laughed at me when I said for years, everyone's in mourning, oh my God, we have a 50-50 Senate, we could have easily taken it. I was like, what are you talking about? The Democrats have a 90-10 majority. I've said that for years. Well, now we see it blatantly, they have a 90-10 majority. So nothing anybody is talking about is addressing that point. Here's the dirty little secret. There's not a single individual and that includes Ron DeSantis, who could save the country at a federal level alone. There is not a single person who could change the Republican party the way it is alone. And that is a very unsettling, disquieting thought, but it's a thought that we need to be pondering, but I don't have a feeling that our colleagues are. The the ballot harvesting is an issue, but it's a reflection of the issue. why, Why in Florida, where it happens to be, we had not just a vote, but a voice for us on the issues that mattered in the way they mattered at the time they mattered. We also didn't have the electoral problems. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting is Ron DeSantis won, I believe the Republicans lost unmarried women by 29 or something like that. Yeah, he lost them by uh, 10,
1: I want to say, right? Or was it no, Gen Z? No, he lost w-
3: them by one, Okay, one. That, that's it was Gen Z women, point. that
1: he. it was Gen Zers that he lost by Gen just Zers, 10. Gen yeah. Zers, he
3: lost by 10. They lost in other states by 30, 35, 40, depending on the state. And what it tells me is that he won an argument. He changed the culture of the entire state. So Republicans helped the Democrats over the years through their policies in growing Democrat voters, agreeing to their premises, agreeing to the things that empowered the unions to have this get out the vote effort, not just even the ballot harvesting, but some of the policies undergirding that. So this is where we are. We are now reaping the the chickens coming home to roost from two generations of a controlled opposition Republican Party. We have now had a controlled opposition Republican Party for longer than the entire 33 year shelf life of the Whig Party.
1: Hmm. To that end, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, there have been a slate of polls from the right that have come out recently. Um, this is a poll done by the, uh, the, the Texas Republican Party. Uh, and uh, what it found was a massive switch of people voting uh, since they last did it on October 23rd. Uh, they found that it was 46 Trump, 29 DeSantis. They just released a poll yesterday. 43 DeSantis, 32 Trump. Club for Growth via Chris Wilson, somebody you and I know. He was the pollster for the Cruz campaign. Pretty one of the best data guys we have on the right. He went out and did a bunch of presidential primary polling in several states. In Iowa, he has it 48 37 DeSantis over Trump. That's a 15 point loss for Trump in support New Hampshire he's got 52 DeSantis 37 Trump 15 point swing from where it was before in Florida DeSantis up by 26 points that's a 19 point swing from where it was before in Georgia DeSantis up by 20 points that's a 14 point swing from where it was before I don't know what to make. I got to tell you, the last two elections, I don't know what polling to trust. I mean, Trafalgar had been the best pollster of the last few years. It just flopped in this last election. OK, so I mean, we, they're going to hit the generic ballot number, but they're going to but they're not going to have a commiserate gain of seats because of the balkanization at the same time. So I don't know what to make of all of this, but did a switch get flipped this quick based on what happened on election night, and then let's face it, you and I have been on the other end of this at times in our careers, Fox tends to get what it wants. And Fox has been a Ron DeSantis telethon since last election night. Could that, could that switch these numbers, those two events, what, the scope of his win, and then Fox turning into the, to the DeSantis television network? Are those two things capable of producing these kinds of a wide swings in the results this fast in your view?
3: Again, I, I share your suspicion of polls now, but but I I think the answer is potentially yes. Uh, just first for the Trump supporters, let's not forget Fox gave us Trump. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with when it was Trump versus Cruz, the Fox level coverage was as if it was an R versus a D. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was all one sided. So let's me, not forget. I remember. You know, <laughs> you know, God giveth, God taketh. If 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 Fox is your God, but. Um, Here's here's the reality uh, and why I believe it's true, and it certainly tracks anecdotally with just talking to the average Joe Republican voter on the street. Um, much to our chagrin, our voters don't seem to care about outcomes. So Republicans could screw us on marriage, on Ukraine, on COVID, and, and Trump as well goes along with that to this day, and they don't have a problem. All they care about, and this is the only reason why we're having any introspection now, is they want ours to win. Whatever those ours are, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, in some of the seedy blocks of a city street, they'll just take whatever gets dropped off there. That's all they want. So the the impression is that McConnell McCarthy, but I think also Trump, whether it's fair or not, didn't deliver the goods. And in the very same night, DeSantis, in the very same demographics, delivered the goods. And that's all they care about. And I do think that is the one thing that does... Um, Move the needle typically the rub against any of our candidates is oh, they I can't I don't win. Think they could win Yeah, They can't win. I don't think yeah. they could win. Yeah DeSantis was uniquely positioned that he wound up getting in a position where he can govern almost Independently of of the National Circus stand on his own messaging and then run for reelection on that and I think you know like if DeSantis would have initially run for the first time as Senator from or governor from Wisconsin I don't think you would have seen that result. He would have been marginalized like everyone else, but he had that track record. People liked what they saw. Um, I, I just want to add one point on that. Quickly, go A ahead. lot of Trump people are saying, well, you see all the bad guys are on DeSantis. It must mean he's some sort of a rhino. First of all, DeSantis actually seconded the nomination of Raul Labrador in 2014 when he challenged McCarthy for leadership. So he, he went after McCarthy before it was cool, and Trump is still supporting McCarthy. But I would say... No, there's certain people that are not praising DeSantis. McCarthy, McConnell, and not a single governor, to my knowledge, not one, has come to his defense. Pompeo did, but not a governor. They hate his guts privately, every one of them. Yeah, because he's made their
1: jobs of, a hell of a lot tougher. He's yes, raised this, his end of the bell curve. Yeah.
3: The ones, but conservative, conservative-ish media, yep. Republican Party hacks, it doesn't surprise me that they see a winner, they might, you know, they have no problem going with Nikki Haley either, but they see a winner, they want ours to win, and they're taking yes for an answer. And some of them might realize pragmatically that Nikki Haley and, and, and uh, Mike Pence ain't cutting it for the base, so it's either this or that. So I don't think there's any suspicion as to why some might be very impressed by Reagan 1984-style results.
1: Good to see you again, as always, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Brought to you by our friends over at Patriot Mobile. Give them 60 days to show you why I trust them. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, get your third month for free, plus a free activation. They offer nationwide coverage on the best networks and they use the same towers that all of the major carriers do so you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Make the switch today to Patriot Mobile again. 60 days. Give them 60 days to see if they earn your business. Try them today for two months and get your third month for free when you go to patriotmobile.com slash steve. Call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team, if you prefer to go that route, at 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values and maybe even are trying to end them, support a company that does. PatriotMobile.com Steve, or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Thoughts on the conversation we just had with Daniel
2: choosing uh d was the hail hydra answer daniel gets it exactly right and it's why i'm changing my response uh you were big on a bunch of people running for a president on the right side i said it was it was just going to be these two because i just expected more out of this election not you're right you're right i don't know if you think you're right for the same reasons now but i think there's absolutely more they're emboldened there's absolutely going to be more of the nikki haley's et cetera, et cetera, uh running and they're going to try to destroy uh trump and Desantis with one another.
1: By the way, if we're going to judge Desantis by affiliations, does he get judged by his affiliation with Daniel? Because they've been friends for as long as I've known Daniel. Him and Ron Desantis have been friends. You so, in applying the
2: same standard, yeah. So, so, does, the so does, is a a hard
1: does no. does he get credit for then being Daniel Horowitz's mm, friend before no. almost any of us knew what a Daniel Horowitz was? Mm, no.
2: Okay.
0: I think the problem that a lot of uh, hardcore Trump supporters are going to have now: your guy didn't have a record last night. Last time. That was beneficial and a little uh, harmful for you, but mostly beneficial because everybody saw the upside. Now that he's got a record, especially of endorsements, you try to play this game, it's not going to go the way you think anymore.
1: My inbox brought to you by Aaron (laughs) McIntyre. We'll see you guys again tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Glenn Beck. Until then, John 317.